Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Saturday, July 17th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $31,697.09, down 0.64%. Ethereum is at number two, $1,886, down 1.01%. At number three, we got Tether, $1. Number four, Binance Coin, $301.60, down 2.71%. At number five, Cardano, $1.17, down 3.25%. XRP at number six, 58 cents, down 2.81%. USD coin number seven, $1. Dogecoin at number eight, 17 cents, 3.52% down. Polkadot at number nine, $12.14, down 4.37%. And last, Binance USD number 10, $1. So let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So let's take a look at now extreme fear 15. Yesterday was extreme fear at 22. Last week was extreme fear at 20. And last month was fear at 26. So uh, today we got about six articles. Let's take a look at the table of contents. Article one is Ethereum co-founder to sell firm quit cryptocurrency report. Article two, Ethereum's on-chain metrics reveal it's still too early to. Article three, did Anonymous announce intent to wage war against China and Elon Musk? Article four, Former U.S. Treasury uh, Secretary's Bitcoin views have evolved, says it's a substitute for gold. Article 5, Malaysia police. Viral video shows Malaysia police crushing 1,069 Bitcoin miners with a steamroller. And last but not least, we got fund manager says this is the cryptocurrency secret that very few people know. All right, so let's take a look uh, at some of the articles. But before we do that, I just want to say welcome to everyone. And thank you so much for joining me in this YouTube video. Or if you're on the podcast, either on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcast, welcome. Uh, This is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. So again, this is all unbiased news. Some of the news reports that I'll give are for cryptocurrency and some are against cryptocurrency, but I like to try and give a wide range of it so that everyone is up to date and you can make your informed decision in regards to whether or not you think cryptocurrency is the way of the future or if you think it's just a dud. So again, thank you so much for listening in and watching the videos. Do what you can by helping me by liking, sharing, subscribing, and also if on the podcast, if you can leave a review, that would greatly help. So appreciate all the support. Let's get back into it. So article number one, Ethereum co-founder to sell firm quit cryptocurrency report. So Anthony DeLorio uh, founded Ethereum in 2014 alongside Vitalik Buterin, Gavin Wood, Charles Hoskinson, Joseph Lubin, and others. So Anthony DeLorio, was an early Bitcoin adopter and helped finance Ethereum's uh, development. He founded the blockchain startup Decentral in 2014. Anthony Dioro, one of the Ethereum's eight co-founders, plans to sell his software development firm Decentral and transition away from non-crypto ventures, according to a report today in Bloomberg. 
I want to diversify to not being a crypto guy, but being a guy tackling complex problems, DEORIO told the publication. DEORIO, a professional marketer and early Bitcoin adopter who helped kickstart the development of Ethereum in 2014, intimidated his departure is partially related to safety concerns given the risk profile of cryptocurrency. I don't feel necessarily safe in this space, Diorio said. If I was focused on larger problems, I think I'd be safer. Decentral, which Diorio founded in 2014, calls itself an innovation hub for disruptive and decentralized technologies. In that regard, it's somewhat like a smaller Canadian version of Consensus, the Ethereum software development company started by another Ethereum founder, Joseph Leblin. Just Consensus provides funding to an editorially uh, independent decrypt. Decentral's biggest product is the Jax Liberty crypto wallet. Ethereum's most famous founder, Vitalik Buterin, was a programmer, while co-founders Gavin Wood and Charles Hoskinson, who would go on to create Polkadot and Cardano, respectively, bought technical chops to the table. By contrast, Diorio played the part of financier. His investment in Ethereum's development has paid dividends as the currency exploded to a record price this year. It has a current market cap of $223 billion. While it's unknown what chunk of that Diorio owns, Forbes pegged him as billionaire in 2018 when Ethereum's price was much lower than its current $1,900. Though his departure comes the same week as Dogecoin co-founder Jackson Palmer's tweet storm about why he's leaving cryptocurrency, Diorio doesn't come across as angry with the world he's helped create. He's just got other interests too. I will incorporate crypto when needed. But a lot of times it's not, he said, referring to future projects. It's really a small percentage of what the world needs. But like Palmer, he's backed away from the space over time. According to Camilla Russo's book on Ethereum's history, the infinite machine, Diorio, stepped back from Ethereum after his co-founders opted to go non-profit. And in 2019, he stepped down as Decentral CEO to focus on other endeavors. So there you guys have it. What do you think about Ethereum's co-founder to sell firm, quit cryptocurrency, and pretty much get out of the game? Comment down below and let me know what you think about that. So speaking about Ethereum, let's look at Article 2. Ethereum's on-chain metrics reveal it's still too early to do what? Ethereum has seen considerable volatility over the last few days with the effects of the same pretty visible on most of the altcoin market as well. With metrics and analysts predicting an upcoming downtrend for the second generation cryptocurrency, investors have understandably become very cautious. Is Ethereum heading for a bearish market? Looking at these metrics will help answer that question. So Ethereum's predicament. Over the last 30 days, ETH has fallen by over 25% while it made a major recovery on 7th July due to rising negative sentiment across the market. The altcoin fell on the charts once again. Now, somehow ETH managed to hold its position above $1,800, but that was the only positive aspect at this point. As long as ETH remains above its $1,800 support, the 2200 resistance paradigm can be retested. The daily active addresses chart showed rather positive signs, though, maintaining an average of 400K since the start of the year. 
However, the sentiment was not shared universally as underlined by the multilateral die repaid with. The aforementioned metrics uh, represents the amount of debt being repaid and it usually occurs when the price falls. The spike showed that nervous participants were pulling their money out of the fear of losing liquidity for their assets. That being said, although this is a sign of investor confidence waning, the price usually bounces up after such a bottom. Additionally, network growth continues to fall despite rising development activity. Such a downtrend doesn't make the best case for a bull run. Occasional higher highs and spikes would help raise the market sentiment for Ethereum. So how does the market feel? Well, fear, according to Ethereum Fear and Greed Index, the altcoin has been in a constant state of fear for the last one week. Occasional spikes to neutral haven't helped this fear subside either. However, the expanding real-world possibilities of Ethereum might help in diminishing this fear. So just recently, the CVM, the Securities and Exchange Commission of Brazil, approved the first-ever Ethereum ETF in Latin America called Keth 11. This could help in improving the state of Ethereum and eventually the entire crypto market itself. That being said, if ETH's price performance on-chain metrics tell us anything, it's this. While there are some minor bullish signs, there is a huge bearish bias as well. According to sentiment, it's about time the market bulls step in here. It is for these reasons that it's still too early to say whether we have bottomed out. So what do you guys think about this article? Ethereum's on-chain metrics reveal it's too, till too early to do what? Comment down below and let me know what you think. If it's too early to get out or if you think it's too early to sell or if you think it's too early to buy. Okay, let's keep on going. Um, next article here is, did Anonymous announce its intent to wage war against China? Elon Musk. Hmm. Well, Anonymous is back. And this time they are bringing a new token with them, or so it would seem. Dubbed Anon Inu, the infamous hacker group Anonymous is in the news today after it allegedly announced its intent to wage a war against China and Elon Musk. With its new token, although the two seem like an odd pairing to have as rivals, Anonymous has its own reasons. China, Musk, and Anon Inu. In a recent, re recently released video, Anonymous started by touching upon the ongoing crackdown on Bitcoin mining in China. The sudden flip by Chinese authorities regarding mining was not only shocking, but also bloody for the Bitcoin market. However, according to Anonymous, this was a deliberate attempt by the Chinese Communist Party to curb competition for its soon-to-be-launched digital yuan. Until the aforementioned crackdown, a significant chunk of Bitcoin hash power was located in China. The affordable cost of electricity and the climatic conditions in certain provinces made it a mining heaven. Alas, the shutting down of mining plants has led to many selling their bitcoins to cover expenses to move out of the country. This strain on the miners created selling pressure in the bitcoin market and resulted in the price falling across the crypto market. Shutting down of mining centers in China drove miners to Kazakhstan and Texas in the United States, among other places. Anonymous wasn't done, however, with the hacker group asserting that the pressure on the crypto market right now is only temporary, the impact of ongoing over-the-counter sales will be visible on the price shortly as scarcity sets in. It added, meanwhile, the current consolidation can be considered a hiccup and a positive sign, the group argued. 
This is a positive sign of the market and the reason many crypto experts have predicted a rally by the end of July and August. Apart from China, Anonymous did not mention specifics about waging a war against Elon Musk, but looks like the Doge father may meet his match soon in the so-called meme war against Anon Inu token. We believe that the crypto is about to get started, so we have released Anon Inu token. This token is a new decentralized finance DeFi community token with various built-in utilities. Meanwhile, supporters of Anonymous can get their hands on Anon Inu tokens with the former also promised free airdrop tokens, NFTs, and other prizes. Ergo, it appears that Anonymous is ready to use the current hype in the market to create another community with the intention of fighting China while fighting a meme war in the United States. It's worth noting, however, that within a few hours of the video coming out, questions were being raised about the veracity of the development, questions about whether the said video was indeed authored by Anonymous, the infamous group, or a set of imitators. In fact, there were allegations that the channel in question was being run by people who had already pulled off a scam in the name of Anon Gate and Project Moon. So on Twitter, Anonymous said, again, we are not your Anon News, but no, this YouTube is run by the same Facebook page that has already scammed thousands of people that bought into Anon Gate and God Token. The two newest ongoing from this group are Project Moon and now Anon Inu. So whatever may be the case, it would seem that a lot of people have already brought into the idea that Anonymous is up to something. So what do you think about Anonymous announcing intent to wage war against China or Elon Musk. Is it true or not? Comment down below and let me know what you think about Anonymous and crypto. Do they actually you know, mix or do you think that they should be divided? So comment down below. Okay, we're on the halfway point so far, guys. Uh, I just want to say again, uh, Dave's Daily Crypto Take is a daily news and update channel. So every day, I'll give you the most unbiased news. Some of the news might be for cryptocurrency and some of the news might be against it. But it's up to you to listen to the news that I give and make an informed decision whether or not you want to invest or if you think you should just keep it on the sideline. Because again, cryptocurrency could be here to stay or it could just be a fad. So again, if you want to hear something interesting or if you want to hear something more specific, please comment down below and let me know what kind of things you want to hear in the next few crypto takes. Again, thank you so much for listening and watching the video. Let's keep going. So article number four, former U.S. Treasury Secretary's Bitcoin views have evolved, says it's a substitute for gold. Former U.S. Treasury uh, Secretary Steven Mnuchin has said his view on Bitcoin has changed after initially stating the digital currency has no inherent value. Speaking to CNBC, Munchen said his opinion has evolved, stating that Bitcoin is a perfect substitute to the perennial store of value gold. However, he maintained that he has no intention of putting Bitcoin in his portfolio. To quote, I think my view has evolved a little bit, but it is still pretty consistent. If people want to buy Bitcoin as a substitute, no different than buying gold or some other asset. It's fine. I don't personally want to have it in my portfolio, but if people want to, that's perfectly fine, said Manchin. So furthermore, he cited Bitcoin's underlying technology as an incredible innovation that can power fintech. Amid the rising legal focus on cryptocurrencies, Mnuchin noted a need for an asset like Bitcoin to be regulated. 
He stressed compliance with the Bank Secretary Act, BSA. Squawk Box Twitter account said, if people want to buy Bitcoin as a substitute, no different than buying gold or some other asset, it's fine. I don't personally want to have it in my portfolio, but if people want to that, that's perfectly fine, says Stephen Mnuchin. So what do you guys think? While in office, Mnuchin oversaw the approval of banks to offer cryptocurrency custodian services through the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, OCC. Mnuchin, who served under the Trump administration, is having different sentiments from the former U.S. president. Recently, Trump called Bitcoin a scam. So there is some misuse of cryptocurrencies. On the flip side, current Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has raised concerns about cryptocurrency. According to Yellen, there has been a rise in the misuse of cryptocurrencies with utilization in criminal activities triggered by the coronavirus pandemic. Since Mnuchin's blasphemous and sentiments on Bitcoin, the sector has witnessed an influx of capital, especially institutional investors. Bitcoin has gained popularity as a store of value. Over the same period, leading investment banks like Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, and Citigroup have ventured into the crypto sector offering differing products. So what do you guys think about former U.S. Treasury Secretary's Bitcoin's views have evolved and says it's a substitute for gold? Comment down below if you agree with that statement or not, because do you think real estate is a substitute? Do you think gold is a substitute? Or do you think hardcore liquid cash is a substitute? So put your money where your mouth is and let me know what you think. Comment down below. All right, let's keep going. Uh, article five, viral video shows Malaysia police crushing 1,069 Bitcoin miners with a steamroller. So, whoa, check that out. Quick take, we're gonna take a look is basically we have um, Malaysia police destroyed more than 1,000 Bitcoin mining machines using a steamroller. The machines were confiscated over an alleged theft of electricity, which was used to mine Bitcoin. A video clip that went viral on Twitter on Friday initially led to many to wonder who would destroy such a significant number of Bitcoin mining equipment and where. Turns out it was the Malaysia police. The video that shows a steamroller crushing hundreds of Bitcoin ASIC miners on the ground first started to circulate among the Chinese crypto community on WeChat on Friday morning, local time. Some initially speculated that it happened in China or Latin America, as the background of the video made it difficult to tell where it's about exactly. But per a report from Malaysia media outlet, The Star, it was the police in the city of Miri in Malaysia's Sarawak state that was deposing a total of 1,069 Bitcoin miners seized from a recent crackdown on an electricity theft. According to the report, Miri police and the Sarawak Energy Burhad uh, carried out a joint operation between February and April, arresting eight individuals for allegedly stealing electricity to mine Bitcoin. Bitcoin mining equipment that was worth about $1.25 million was confiscated afterwards. All seizures made in the cases that have been settled in court were disposed of at the Miri District Police Headquarters today, the report said. Another local media outlet included another video clip with a different angle that showed the same operation by the local police crushing the Bitcoin miners. Based on the latest Bitcoin mining map compiled by the Cambridge Center for the Alternative Finance, Malaysia accounted for about 4% of Bitcoin's total network hash rate as of April this year. Uh, 
but there have been multiple reports over the years that operators in Malaysia have been stealing electricity to secretly mine Bitcoin. Just in March, the police in Malaysia's Malacca state were hunting a Bitcoin miner who allegedly caused about 9 million ringgit, around $2.2 million of losses to a local utility company. So there you guys have it. Viral video shows Malaysia police crushing 1,069 Bitcoin miners with a steamroller. Do you think that was over called for or do you think that was justified? Comment down below and let me know what you think about this story. Okay, let's take a look at the main topic for today. And the main topic is fund manager says this is the cryptocurrency secret that very few people know. So hesitant about getting your feet wet in the crypto space? Well, Robinhood Crypto is splitting up a 250k pie. If you want to slice, all you have to do is sign up and trade crypto. Well, how about this? Bitcoin is on pace for its worst weekly close since mid-June as the price continues to trend lower, nearing the $30,000 level. The Bitcoin fever hasn't broken. Bitwise Asset Management CIO Matthew Hogan said Friday on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Bitwise focuses on the financial advisor market and that market is making a two to five year move into cryptocurrency. Hogan said, adding that inflows at Bitwise have shown continued strength. So what's going on with crypto? Well, cryptocurrency market is experiencing a brief period of uncertainty amid regulation expectations and a mining crackdown in China, he said. Hogan told CNBC that the recent concerns about cryptocurrency inevitably induce volatility into the market's short term, but will turn out to be positive in the long term. It's important for investors to understand that cryptocurrency is a long-term play. He said, as investors extend their time horizons, investment risk decreases, Hogan added. Regulation concerns. The lack of regulatory clarity is the main thing stopping people from investing, Hogan said. A digital dollar would be a great thing for crypto, he said, adding that the market would still need digital gold and Ethereum, serving as the new internet of finance. So the price action of Bitcoin is up 9.92% year-to-date. Ethereum is up 160.46% year-to-date. At last check Friday, Bitcoin was up 1.13% at $32,227.40. And Ethereum was up 1.08% at $1,938.70. So what do you guys think about this? fund manager says that this cryptocurrency secret that very few people know do you think it's going to happen where crypto and bitcoin is going to make a two to five year move into cryptocurrency well comment down below and let me know what you think about it so to finish up today's crypto take let's take a look at the prices one more time BTC is at $31,690 Ethereum at $1,882 Tether at $1 Binance coin $300.73 and Cardano at $1.17 XRP 58 cents USD coin $1 Dogecoin 17 cents Polkadot $12.11 and last but not least Binance USD at $1 All right so there you guys have it thank you again for making it this far into the Dave's Daily Crypto Take uh, if you'd like to support me and show me some love, 
on the podcast. You can check me out on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And please, if you have some time, please give a rating uh, or a review because it does help the algorithm and helps the channel to get spread to more people that would like and are interested in cryptocurrency. If you're checking me out on the YouTube channel, Dave's Daily Crypto Take, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to hear more news, just keep your notification bell on so that whenever I drop a video, you guys can get it right away. So again, I just want to say thank you so much for all the support. I've been getting a lot of DMs and a lot of comments about the videos and they're liking the way that I'm giving it unbiasedly. So again, thanks again. And I'll see you in the next one. Have a great crypto take day. Peace.